Hey, Scott. What's up? We got an email. No shit. Our first email. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Who's the lucky bastard? From a guy named Rick. All right. I like Rick. Good yeah. salt. That's a man name right there. Rick. It's a, it's a good American name. Rick. Rick and Steve. Yep. Good names. Let me read it to you. Okay. Go ahead. He says, Dear Bonding Over Bond. Good. Good. You assholes won't make it to Man with Golden Gun. Go f*** yourself, Rick. I admire your luck, Mr... Bond. My name's Bond. James Bond. Thank you, Mr... Bond. Name's Bond. James Bond. All right, so, uh, dear Rick, thanks for listening. Glad you stumbled upon the podcast. We made it, asshole. Here we are. I'm we sorry. got to it. I'm sorry we tortured you to uh, some free entertainment. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry about that. But, um, hey, it's what happens when you send us an email. Yeah. No, thank you, actually. That, yeah, thanks, Rick. That's great. Yeah. Email works, apparently. Yeah. So, the man with the golden gun. Yep. This I, wa- I was watching this film. I know we talked about this in podcast number one. Mm-hmm. It was just like something out of a sci-fi movie. I turned it on, and it was just a flashback to my my childhood. This this is the movie. Mm-hmm. This is my my busting my James Bond cherry. What man with the golden gun? I was not disappointed. I'll be honest. It's how, a, how, how was it? You know, decades later for you, was it still good? It had that, you know, when you you see something as a kid and it just has that that spot for you. Yeah, I was like, man, like Goldfinger for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it had a had a good touch to it, and it, it really made me think back and, and look at the TBS marathons. They played the shit out of Roger Moore films and those those marathons. They really didn't give Connery his, his due credit yeah. on that, except for Goldfinger. Like it was Goldfinger, the occasional from Russia with Love, which not even a lot because no, Rush, was from Russia was my favorite. Yeah, and I would yeah. always check the marathons, like ah, no, yeah. no. Yeah, and, you know we've discussed on on second, you know, look, probably the movie that was probably the first one I watched and maybe the most that I've ever seen was. Um, uh, uh, not for your eyes only. Uh, from Rush with Love. No, I'm, I'm shit. Uh, the Spy Who Loved Me. Thank, thank you, thank you. The next one we're going to talk about. Yeah, that was one I probably watched the most. But other than that one, and I, it's like I may have seen a little bit of the Golden Gun. This is entering like, you know, the, the void of my James Bond knowledge. Okay. You know, so it's been a little difficult watching these films. I haven't been disappointed with this one. Mm-hmm. Live and Let Die was a little shitty. Mm, it was. I'd be interested to. to... Maybe do a podcast in the future about the TBS TNT. That'd be awesome. Marathons, kind of look into see if we can maybe find some information about the contract and mm-hmm. why they chose certain films. Yeah, that'd be we'll, fun. We'll we'll look into that. So, you ready to get into this? Are you drinking anything special for this film or? No, no. Is there really something special to drinking? Not really. Golden Gun. Well, I'm gonna. You're gonna drink in a San Pellegrino. Has nothing. I was just thirsty. Yeah, and uh, I saw that you had the blood orange, and I like it. This podcast brought to you, uh, brought to you by San Pellegrino. Yep, blood the, orange. The uh, brought to you by Amazon Prime. Uh, Italian sparkling orange yep. beverage from Concentrate. And I'll be having a uh, Troves Hop Knife Harvest Ale. It is that time of year, folks. Start enjoying your fall beers. Let's bond over bond. I'm ready. 
bummed. Disappointment. You get as much fulfillment out of killing as I do, so why didn't you admit it? I admit killing you would be a pleasure. You should have done that when you first saw me. But then, of course, the English don't consider it sporting to kill in cold blood. Don't count on that. The Man with the Golden Gun. Mm-hmm. This is the 12th Bond novel and the 9th Bond film. Filmed just a year after the last film in 1974. It, it again. stars again, Sir Roger Moore. 00 30. Coin flip. I won. Mm-hmm. Or lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it winning or losing? Have we established? Uh... We don't have a penalty if we go long. There's like no penalty. I really think. I'll share this with you. Maybe, and maybe our fans it... could write in on it. Uh-huh. My main girl Friday said, Why don't we make it a 0040 and have 40 seconds? But if you lose, you have to chug a 40 and do the rest of the podcast. Woo! Which I thought was hilarious, but it would be detrimental to the rest of the podcast. I was like, that's a good, that's, there's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's fun. Catchy, has a clear consequence. I, I will tell you though, looking at what I have prepared for the 0030 for this movie. You're going to make 30 seconds. I'm going to make 30 seconds all day long. Clearly. You're going to walk right under that bar. A lot of dead air in the uh, 0040 seconds. This is live. This is live radio. Yeah. It will, will happen. So, uh. Again, just like we always do, I hear a bell. I'm going to start talking. Hey, time out, time out, time, time. out. Um, can I have some of your seconds then? If you're uh... sure, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I'm a little late. <clears throat> Whenever I hear a bell. In uh, three, two, one. M tells Bond, legendary KGB trained assassin Francisco Scaramanga, sent a gold yeah. bullet etched with 007 to kill him. Bond is placed on leave. Instead of waiting to find uh, to be found, 007 chases the man with the golden gun. For 90 minutes. There's also a forced energy crisis plot that doesn't quite fit nicely with the film. Along the way, we meet a dim-witted field agent, Scottamanga's doomed mistress, and Scottamanga's little person assistant, Knickknack. Boss, the plane, the plane! Bond gets captured a lot. Insert karate here. He kills Scottamanga and ends up with a girl on the water again. I made it? You made it. Yes! Yeah, you were... Uh... Little fumbles there, but I made it. Yeah, you made it, with, even with the fumbles. All right. That was good. Mine, on the other hand, is not going to be that good. Do I even I, need to time this? I, no, no, you really don't. I'm We're going to time it anyway. I'm going to ad lib. Can I get like a five second count or something from you? Like, can I just like wrap? When you're at twenty five? Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll do. All right, all right. I'll be paying attention. <clears throat> I'll tell you what I do. I'll do a I'll do a double flash for ten, and you get a flash for four, and then I'll start. Or at five, and I'll start counting down. I actually don't have anything good to say about it, so this may not work out well. Just but... take all thirty seconds. Okay. Q, Bill O'Reilly. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing suck. We'll do it live. <laughs> All right, we'll do it live. Right? In three, two, one. One million dollars a hitch. That's how much it costs to hire the man with the golden gun, Mr. Francisco Scaramanga. Did I mention he has three nipples? Also, he has a little person, manservant named Knickknack. Because that's not insulting. Uh, there's a woman named uh, Goodnight. 
and she's pretty dumb. Uh, that's about it. He got it. <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed. That's just. I mean, that's pretty much bad. that's pretty much the film, though. Um, and I said I said in my double and my, in my double thirty that they had this energy crisis that kind of felt fort in. Which he says fort, twice. He says in the beginning with him, and he says at the end, you know, makes a comment about it. But it's well, you you have you have the fact that uh, high fat is yep. that it just felt like they wrote the script and it was like, yo, we're gonna have James Bond chase this guy yeah. who's kind of like James Bond but went down a different path, mm-hmm. and uh, that's gonna be the movie. And everyone's like. That's that's cool. That's yeah. James Bond chasing a different version of himself. And then they were reading the script, and they were like, "Yo, but that's it. That's the whole. That's uh... ah, we gotta we gotta add something to that." And then they were like, "All right, well, uh, give us a few. We'll just uh, uh, okay, just add this part." And then they added the energy crisis to kind of give it some fluff. Yeah. Which there's no way I was going to tackle the energy crisis and do the thirty seconds. So I just I'm going to read you. This is me trying to sort out. The plot of the energy crisis because it's a little okay. convoluted. Listen, see if you agree with me. We'll make some corrections. This is this is let's let's sort. This is me sorting it out. Gibson, a scientist, has created a Solex agitator, which will transform solar energy into a lot of usable energy. He wishes to defect to Britain. High Fat hired Scatamanga to kill Gibson and steal the Solex back so he can have a monopoly on world energy. Scatamanga kills High Fat to steal it back and use it to make a death ray and or sell it. Was it a death ray? Was that where he was going with that? I'm not. Maybe he wasn't. I I don't know. I just James made the comment that, or somebody made a comment about like the how you could use this. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he has a. He talked about selling. Scatamanga wanted to sell it. Well, he and he and he shows the power of it because he blows up the the airplane. James Bond shows, which is what I thought. That's why I was like, "Oh, yeah. you got a death ray kind of thing." It, was, it looked like just a big microphone, <clears throat> a big microphone that processed light, and uh, it was just weird, just weird in general. Right. But uh, but is that did I is that yeah I think is that you, our plot of the no I crisis? think you definitely cap that's the loose ends right there you you that's, you filled in the holes so okay what the rest of the plot was then uh, let's give me let's go give me the bond for the bond. Excuse me. Woo! Woo! Give me the bond for the non-bond. My favorite segment. In, in an effort to try to keep it short, like we've done lately, uh huh. I, I believe your your best one was Thunderball. It's fun. Yeah. You know that was a good one. Yeah. For this film, I'd be. Did I mention he has three nipples? Mm. I would go see that movie all day long. This is a lot about you, <laughs> and a lot less about the film. But thanks for sharing. I think our audience is starting to get to know you a little better. Two words. Two words going to sell this film. Uh-huh. Ready? Golden Gun. Christopher Lee. You see, Mr. Bond, like every great artist, I want to create an indisputable masterpiece once in my lifetime. The death of 007, mano a mano, face to face, will be mine. You mean stuffed and displayed over your rocky mantelpiece? That's an amusing idea, but I was thinking in terms of history. A duel between titans. My golden gun against your Walther PPK. Each of us with a 50-50 chance. Six bullets to your one. I only need one. Awesome. Rest in peace. Yeah. Who 
Ian Fleming's cousin in real yeah, life. Yeah, 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 yeah. They played and, golf. They played golf together. And Ian Fleming wanted Chris Lee to be Doctor No, which would have been he could have nailed it, but we would have missed. Spoiler. My number <laughs> two villain. Doctor No is your number two villain? No, Scott Amanga. Oh, okay. We're... Maybe one, the more I think about it. Really? He's up there. I mean, he's good. But... Scott Amanga? He's good. Scott Amanga! Scott Amanga. I don't know, he's good. He's anti-Bond. He's not anti-Bond. That's, that's my jam. He's Bond's, he's the, the yin and the yang. He's the, uh, the That's what I mean. Evil he's, Bond. he's, yeah, he's Bond if yeah, Bond he's, he's didn't good. have MI6. Yeah. Rogue agent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do like Josh Wiseman, though, as Dr. No. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm happy with how it turned out, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm happy with it. I like, I like Chris Lee. This is so crazy when you think about dropping characters. It, that would be such an awesome project to be like, you know, take Chris Lee and put him in as Dr. No. You know, the, 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 uh, the uh, master's level editor class you talked about. That's some doctorate level work right that there. That is. I know. There's, there's, there's so much material. You could do all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, I digress. Okay. What's that? Next section. The Distinguished Debauchery of 007. wouldn't go as far as calling you a cold-hearted bastard, but it wouldn't be a stretch to imagine. Then you'll also know that in poker you never play your hand. You play the man across from you. By the cut of his suit you went to Oxford or wherever. Naturally think human beings dress like that. But you were it with such disdain. Since MI6 looks for maladjusted young men, I give little thought to sacrificing others in order to protect Queen and Country. Beautiful. Even now and then a trigger has to be pulled. Or not pulled. It's hard to know which in your pajamas. Q. 007. You think of women as disposable pleasures rather than meaningful pursuits. Martinis rank on the scale of zero to five olives. Does 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 Roger Moore just not drink? I mean, I'm at one olive again. Okay. And uh, my favorite part is the uh, foo yuck. Foo yuck. Seventy four, sir. I approve. Yeah. <laughs> 74? 74 wine. He, had, he knew nothing about it. Yeah. And then he was like, no, this is very good. <laughs> I had, um, he had a brandy, some champagne, the Fayuk, am I saying that right? Fayuk 74, and, and some wine. Yeah, the 34, it was the 34 Mouton knockoff or whatever? So I had two olives. Okay. A little more. Plus four cigars. Mm. You know, we might have to do an odd job on the uh, cigar smoking of Roger Moore. In these films. He smokes cigars. Yep. Yep. Okay. Casino Royale. Rank from lowest poker hand to highest. I had high card. And the only reason I had high card and not a fold is that he's at the casino in the scene where he's following the golden bullets. And it seems like he's pretending to gamble. And I don't know. Like it kind of, He was already seated at the table. Mm-hmm. So I assume James Bond, being a degenerate gambler, would have probably gotten a few Placed hands. 
Yeah, so that's why I gave it a high card just for that. That's it. I put him at a pair. Same reason, you know. He was sitting at the casino in Macau for a brief moment. Probably would have placed a few bets. Mm -hmm. I actually have no idea what game they were playing. No. I was very interested. I may have to Google that later. But that's it. Okay. Turnbull and Asser. Rank from zero to five cufflinks. I had this at two cufflinks. Uh, Me too. uh, Excellent. What I'm realizing... We're we're really meshing with the Roger Moore era. Yeah. I mean, what I'm I'm realizing is that uh, he does a lot of wardrobe, you know, changes. Yeah. Yeah. As discussed in... uh, A lot of open shirts. Little Eye. Yeah. A lot of bare chest. A lot of double-breasted. A lot of field jackets. A lot of uh, cream... Yeah, there was a field jacket in yeah. the, the the light green field jacket. A uh, cream four breast pockets with gold buttons. Yeah. Epaulets, white shirt and black tie is one of the notes I have and I have it highlighted. I think that was the one that took the cake right there. I have a lot of pockets in my notes. A lot of pockets, man. What is this guy carrying? Cigars. Cigars and gun- Cigar. He has a lighter, he probably has a cutter. Yep. Maybe depending on the cigar, he has a punch. Yeah. Some matches because he's like that. Because he's condoms, definitely not carrying... He's because not, he flirts with everybody. Does he carry condoms? These I, you know, he may, I, maybe, maybe not. I would think a smart agent. You don't need like little little baby bonds out there. Can't afford that shit. Yeah, that's probably not a... Yeah, that's that's not good for his uh, his career. He's on, a, he's on an MI6 budget. They're not paying him a lot. One thing good he's pension. not carrying... One thing he's not carrying are gadgets from Q-Bridge. Mm. Mm. Aston Martin. Rank from 1 to 500 horsepower. Uh, 50 horsepower. Woo! For that AMC Hornet. Are you ready to uh, disagree? Are you a fan? Do you have like a childhood memory of an AMC Hornet? I fucking loved it. I loved it. I have it at 400 horsepower. Because it did a little flip and then it had that, I don't, that name that... I, har- I hate it. You're not thinking that. I sure am, boy. Never heard of Evil Knievel. That sound effect? We can get to that. That is the part, that is one of the things I hated this movie. But Do you know that was a real stunt? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. You, know, you know, I watched the backstory. Yeah. I watched the backstory. Too bad it didn't crash so J.W. Pepper could have fucking died. <laughs> I like the car though. I like the paint job. There's a nice, you know, skinny wheel Can I car. ask you something? Yeah, go ahead. You're James Bond. You're trained. Mm-hmm. You've never been, you've never in the film series not been able to drive any vehicle you've set behind. I will also go on to say that for the rest of the series, James Bond will literally be able to drive any vehicle he sits behind. Tractor, check. Plane, check. Helicopter, check. Car, check. You have a great ability to do this. Mm-hmm. Do you have mechanical... Are you are you mechanically inclined, do you think, Mr. Bond? Do you I think, think so. Yeah. Do you not think that as a spy you can hotwire a fucking car? I mean, do you think you have that ability? Probably. You're a spy. So the car keys aren't there because your dumb assistant oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. has the keys yeah, yeah. with her. And you're just like... I was like, where are you going with this? Cause... You're just like, oh my goodness, we don't have a car. I'm like, James, how, why are the fucking car, James? Yeah. You're a super spy. Easier said than done. Really? Yeah. You know who would have done it? Jason Sean Bourne. Connery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Q branch. Rank from zero to five Qs. I have... For the Q branch category, one Q. Impossible. One Q. Impossible. For one fake nipple. And that's that. I take, I regret. Touche, my friend. Touche. I had, I had zero Qs, 
But you are absolutely right. Q did send him the fake nip. Yeah, because you remember what Q's response was? Like, that's absurd, Douglas. Yeah. Whatever he said. I originally had that all the gadgets are Scatamangas, mm-hmm. the golden gun, and the car plane. But no, I completely forgot about the throwaway nip. Oh, shut up, Q. License to kill. Rank from zero to seven rounds. Um, I had him at four kills. But of those four, only one is confirmed, and that confirmation is Scatamanga. That's where I'm at one. Because, yes. Yeah, I'm at one kill. So I gave him I gave him two rounds. One, one for the confirmation and four for the assumptions. Okay, then I'm, I'm fine with that because I have one. Or excuse me, one, one for the confirmed and one for the four assumptions. Okay. Uh, and just to clarify, I have this at one golden round for Scatamanga. It was funny when I wrote it, but it's not. It's kind of fall flat. It was still funny. Finally, the quote: "Bond girls." End quote. Rank from zero to five suffragettes. I have. Yeah, let's count them here. One, two, <clears throat> three, four, five suffragettes. Woo! Pissed off at this movie. Woo! And here's why. <laughs> Good night. Is a waste of a character. Is she? A waste of a character. Let me tell you something. If Goodnight is actually a British field agent that they hired, they screened, they tested, and they sent out in the field, Britain deserves to not be the not superpower that it is. She is a waste of a character and a shame because in the novels, she's actually James's assistant and she's not as useless. I saw no reason to make her this fumbly and dumb. None. She easily was nothing more than eye candy. Yeah. They found a beautiful actress. They put her in bikinis when needed. And a nightie. And they said... Shove it in a closet. Just go be dumb. Yeah. Then, and we talked about this last podcast. Oh, I will say Goodnight is more useless than Honey Rider, who I thought was... That's her equivalent. The two Bond movies in this, in this film have... I think equivalents going back. Good night is a very, very bad honey writer, just a pretty girl in a bikini. Mm-hmm. And Andrea Anders is the equivalent of Domino, yep. who's a Stockholm syndrome yep. character who who I feel they could have fleshed out more because there's a lot there. There's actually a lot there. The fact she feels trapped, you can tell from she's a good actress. From there, there's going to be a reason she's going to be in three more Bond movies. Um, who is wait what? Though? The actress that plays uh, oh, Maud. Uh, Andrea Anders. Yeah, yeah, she comes back. She's Octopussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah, she yeah. makes a cameo in, I think, a View to Kill. Yeah. I believe so. I buy that. Um, so, I mean, so anyway, she's a good enough actress that at the beginning of the cold open, you can tell that she feels trapped. Mm-hmm. This is me ignoring that bell. Uh, that she feels trapped, but yet they don't go deeper with that. Like, there's a reason she's trying to run away. From Scatamanga, she's willing to risk everything uh, to to help James. Yeah. I liked when they did it with Domino. You weren't a fan of Domino. Oh, I was okay I, with Domino. I liked, I mean, Dan, I liked uh, Domino. Mm-hmm. I thought they actually kind of fleshed out that that character a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the only strong, the only other two female characters in this whole film are the two sisters who end up being like badass karate yeah, students. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, shit. What's the uh, lieutenant? Uh... Drawn, drawn a blank. Gotta go to my notes. Hip? Yes. Yeah, his nieces or whatever? It was uh, hips. Was it his niece or his sister? 
He's given him a ride. Niece. Yeah, yeah, I can't he's remember. Giving him a ride. Some some member of his family is yeah. giving him a ride. I would have liked them to talk a little bit. I'm at zero suffragettes, but like, I just realized. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I said Woo! But I'm just realizing, like, you make so valid points and I have nothing to stand on. Mm, okay. Other than the fact that, like, I didn't feel... I think I've always I've always been bad in this category. I just didn't feel like offended. Offended as a male. I didn't feel off- yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel offended for I, I don't even want to I, I don't want to yeah, I just I see your points. Okay. There are clearly there could have been a stronger female mm-hmm. character and I wish they would have fleshed out uh Andrea Anders uh character a little more. I would have yeah. liked to have known why yeah. she decided. Like, How she even got there. Yep. Uh, but I also want to know why Chu Mi was in that swimming pool. I mean, why would she be in that swimming pool? I don't pool? know. I don't know. Okay. Welcome to Bonding Over Bond. Running rankings. Opening sequence. Three nipples on a dude, though. You know, I was just, you know, Nick Knack hires an assassin to kill uh, Mr. Scaramanga. He goes into a funhouse and kills him. You know, it's, it's the middle third for me. It was. I have I, middle I third. It. I have middle third as I, well. I liked it, but it, I didn't love it. You know, it was interesting. So, uh, so as our longtime listeners, we're talking to you, Rick, uh, <laughs> can tell this is the second podcast in a row. We're kind of, you know, playing around yeah, with some of the, the format. Changing the format. We got an email finally from those those bastards at Free Revolt, mm-hmm. and they said, uh, "Hey, we listened to your last podcast, and, it and uh, woo!" So we're it's like the Roger Moore era going on here. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're trying to fix that. So hopefully it makes more sense. You know, hey Rick, send us another email. Middle third. Main movie song. Uh, I have this this song in the bottom the bottom third all day long. In fact, I already know it's nineteenth. Oh, you! Yeah, I've. You've done the rankings. I had the rankings for the songs. Can I just? I'm, I'm looking through my notes here, real quick. I do like the uh, the James Bond theme has been rebooted. Yes. Did you notice that? That's yeah. We missed that in the cold open. It's got a lot more tuba. This is. Uh, do you think we should do our? We should do our redo our theme song. Maybe maybe we we could do something fun like that. Yeah, we'll see if there's money in the budget to yeah, rehire we'll an editor. Shoot an email over to Fury Bolt and right, see what they say. Right. Yeah, this is the fifth one, and it'll be used the most. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I will seven okay. times. Um, and then my note here is, Oh my god, if I never hear this again, I would be fine with that. And then I said, who, The 70s, who will he bang? That was an actual lyric in the uh, song. Oh, if you never hear Golden Gun mm-hmm. again, yep, you would be okay. I would be fine with that. Cars over into the uh, car, the car category. We might have a spirited debate here. Not really Maybe a debate. Not. I don't know. It is the uh, AMC Hornet uh-huh. for the American Motors Corporation. Uh-huh. And at the moment, I have it in the top third. Um, just because we've only covered nine films and the last movie didn't have a car, so it automatically gets <laughs> eight. See, no debate there. I see your logic. I completely agree with it. I'll uh, say that it's going to end up in the bottom third, though. Mm. When it's all said and done. Mm. The villain. I don't know how you're... Mm, I, I heard... I, we're just going to go back. I'm going to point out there's going to be... 
I think four Aston Martins when it's all said and done, and about four BMWs. I don't care about the BMWs like you do. And uh, I think one this more America. Mustang. This is America. America. What? Okay. America. Okay. Francisco Scaramanga. I can say that all day long. Like, watch this. Francisco Scaramanga. He's going to land pretty high for me. Pretty high. You live well, Scaramanga. As a million dollars a contract, I can afford to, Mr. Bond. You work for peanuts. A hearty well done from Her Majesty the Queen and a pittance of a pension. Apart from that, we are the same. To us, Mr. Bond, we are the best. He's Bond gone down another road. Now, I'm all about that kind of shit. Great writing. Mm-hmm. Just a good like mirror what up to Bond. Been. Yeah, what could have been if could've he didn't have six. If he didn't have MI6, if he didn't have uh, M there to nurture him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I like it. I'm a big fan. I like him. I like him. So top third? Not only top third... He Woo! might he might put up a fight. He might put up a fight to topple the three villains from from Russia with Love. Yeah, we really need to flush this out because I, I have him as middle third, um, but I can see it being your, lower your lower top third. Blofeld, yeah, pushing we, him down. You know, all all joking aside, we really do need to figure that out. With uh, we've seen Blofeld so many times, and from Russia with Love has so many. "Quote unquote villains." Yeah, um, I'm going to say middle third now, but I want to put an asterisk by that to say once okay. we get that worked out. Yeah, go to uh, lioneyespodcast.com and you know you'll see our running rankings. Yeah. The actor's portrayal is Bond, James Bond. Roger Moore's growing on me. He is, and, and like the know. like the herpes he gave solitaire. <laughs> no, uh, maybe it's the fact that he's a. Uh, He's bringing the uh, cigar smoking to James Bond. I don't know. But uh, I don't mind him. And, you know, he's still definitely in the top three. I don't think this outing helped him. I like this a lot better than Live and Let Die. He's, uh, he, yes, but I don't think it helped him Explain. any anymore. Um, it's just, it's just more, it's just not a, it's not a fit. It's just, he's not quite nailing who James Bond is. That's really it. Too much focus on the womenizing and not enough spy action going on. He doesn't get the he he's, he hasn't worked out the spectrum. You know, looking back at our distinguished debauchero, we look at who James Bond is. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not he's not he's not doing the whole spectrum. Mm-hmm. A lot of womenizing and uh, that's about it. It's a lot of womenizing. A lot of dis- a lot of debauchery, less distinguished. No, no distinguished. Rank the overall movie. So last film we had a cash in on black exploitation, and then this film we have a cash in on martial arts. And was it really? I'm, I'm getting a little frustrated. Yes, yes. There, this was I think a cash in. They advertised them in martial art uh, movies. They a lot of the promotional stuff has them. You know, doing the martial arts. Like, let's just write, let's write an original Bond. Let's put Roger Moore in a film that he deserves to be in that fits his style. Let me say all these complaints because I know The Spy Who Loves Me is next. 
and it's going to solve all these problems. <laughs> so these are legitimate complaints that I know are going to be answered, so I have no problem complaining about them because I know what's up next. And here we go. Here's a big one. I, I don't know if you caught this, but I'm really, I'm really happy for you. Michael Goodliff, the actor who you don't know him from anything, nope. was in this movie as MI6 Chief of Staff. Yes. Bill Tanner. And made an appearance. Only referred to as Chief of Staff. Yep. Yep. At uh, the same time we meet Calthrop, who is some scientist with Cuba Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did notice that. And 002, we have another 00... Fairbanks. Fairbanks. Yep. Killed in 1969 in Beirut. And the Poor dancer... Say it again? Poor old Fairbanks. Yeah. As Money Penny would say. And she uses the Good bullet old. as a, a belly. Yeah, Saiba? Saiba? Sure. Yeah. Shit's blowing up over there. Yeah. Is that fucking Rick? No, it's a uh, free revolt saying uh, stop sucking. <laughs> so, in general, where did you rank this movie? Um, again, this is in the, you know, I, we, we talked about it again. Diamonds, that's kind of like the, the floater in the water here. Uh, man with the golden gun pushed diamonds down. So, Live and Let Die, I said last podcast, it pushed it up. I have Live and Let Die below diamonds. I also have You Only Live Twice Below Diamonds. And I have Man with a Golden Gun right above Diamonds. So right now, uh, I think I have it seven. And then, no, six. And Diamonds is seven of the nine films we watched. You Only Live Twice is eight. And Live and Let Die is nine of nine. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm very close to you. Except I'm going to put it as Live and Let Die, nine. You Only Live Twice, eight. Uh, Man with the Golden Gun seven and Diamonds at six. Oh, you have it right at the diamond. And 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 this is much many of the topics in this podcast that we're doing. You could probably throw up a good argument, and I could change my running rankings at any moment in time. But there's a good. It's right there with Diamonds. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there. So um, okay. What about for the uh, realism side of things? Did you think it was a real movie? I mean, if you could buy into the fact that Scatamanga is such a good assassin that he never misses and the fact that part of his gun is a pen that he yeah, writes yeah. with once that has ink and somehow it's a gun barrel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you can get over that then uh, what if I rephrase the question I said car jet golden gun fake nipples solar agitator solex agitator whatever it was is this movie real Remember all those times I bitched about the Roger Moore films and you were like, wait till we get to them, wait till we get to them, wait till Mm -hmm. we get to them. We've gotten to them. That's what I'm going to say. Welcome to the Roger Moore era. So this is a pretty It's going to get worse from here on out. Woo! Except for this volume loves me. It's a really good movie. It's coming up. Just hold on, guys. One more film. We're almost there. We're almost there. But Moonraker's right after it. Shh, don't ruin it. God damn it. You just... Was there anything you loved of this movie? The car chases are getting a lot better. I'm a big car chase and movies kind of guy. I like my car chases. But let me just call it right away. I, let me tell you, the, if the you like car hate... chases, have you ever seen the movie Vanishing Point? I have not. Check it out. It's made at the same time. If Vanishing Point could do it, there's no reason why the James Bond films can't. And we've already talked about it. I love, you know, the AMC Hornet, I was very happy with the entire car chase scene. Uh-huh. You killed it. You just root, I mean, the entire 
the whole uh, barrel roll across the bridge. Was it? It's a real stunt. Awesome stunt done one time. Watching the extra features, it was amazing. Yeah, awesome. That horrible you, sound effect. You put a fucking slide whistle in Woo! as your sound effect. I mean, I, I I wonder if that that's an, this is another topic of re-editing. You know, the master's degree. You know, the, uh-huh. the, this would I would like to see them re-edit that. And then my favorite. One of my my favorite line in the uh, the exchange between M and uh, Roger Moore, and he says, uh, "I mean, sir, who would pay a million dollars to have me killed?" And M responds quickly with, "Jealous husbands, outraged chefs, humiliated tailors. The list is endless." I fucking love it. That that threw me back to, you know, you know how I like M, uh, yeah. Bernard Lee, and his mm-hmm. exchange with uh, Sean Connery. Yeah, Bond. yeah, that was close. It was we're not there yet. There's no, but it was it was getting there. I pictured in my head when I heard the sound effect. One, I was frustrated because mm-hmm. it ruined it ruined the scene. But I imagined in my head that what happened was that the assistant editor made a bet with the editor, and then they lost that bet. And he said, "I get to remember, I get to put in one sound effect in this movie. Here it is. Here it is. And you can't take it out, Dick." <laughs> what did you hate about the movie? Oh man. I don't really have anything solid that I hated about it. The only thing... The microphone. I, the microphone light beam source. Like in the, in the mountain, you know? It's yeah. just that whole... That whole kooky setup with like the light comes in off the reflected mirrors off that rock out in front of us. Uh-huh. And it goes into this big microphone thing. Uh-huh. I don't know. It was just the whole... Maybe, it was a little Blofeldy. The, yeah, it was. It was yeah. a little You Only Live Twice Blofeldy. Right. Yeah. Which kind of takes away like Scaramanga's his Bond type guy and low key and he's going to kill you and you're not going to yeah. ever see him. And then all of a sudden he has this like gadget, which I know he didn't build. That was uh, High Fat. High Fat. Uh, had that build and then Scaramanga kills him. Mm-hmm. So, but still, yeah, you know, kind of out there. The only thing I hated is I'm getting really tired of this, this movie, the James Bond trope of he ends up with a girl out in the water, you know, kind of deal. You know, they're out in the sailboat. He's a good night. They're on the water again. A long way to travel to get back home. Blah. You know, it's just, come on. We get it. You like to bang chicks on the water. but Is that how it ends? I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden. That's how it ends. Yeah. Nick Knack comes out. He gets oh, into yeah, a fight yeah, with yeah, Nick Knack. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, you see that. They're on uh, Scaramanga's junk. That's they, right. They're on, yeah. <laughs> Which sounds hilarious. A little bit. Uh, yeah. And then he, they put uh, the poor little guy up in the. Uh, yeah. And they the, string him up. And M calls and he says, let me talk to Goodnight. And then Bond says she's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, little yeah. tongue-in-cheek there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, no, no, she's, uh, he says something else. And then he uh, hangs up on him. That's right. Great. And you, in your defense, you've hated that ending since Goldfinger. I've hated that ending since Doctor No. Okay. I was never big on the... I got it once. I get it. Yeah. I get it. No need to do it again. Yeah. All right. Anything you would kill? Um... Why don't you lead? Why don't you lead with that one? Because I uh, nothing's coming to mind at the moment. Really? Four words. Sheriff J.W. Pepper. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. This is... You would never see this character in the Sean Connery, James Bond era. Right. You would never see this character and in America. there's a reason why. I mean, I get what they were trying to do. And in some ways, they were successful. You know, they did not want Sean Connery... They did not want Roger Moore compared to Sean Connery. And you've had this element of stupid, you know, redneck bigot uh, sheriff who's supposed to add an, you know, level of comedy 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was just, you know, overdone for yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Don't speak it too much? Mm. No? No. Okay. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Spoiler. I love the next movie. So do I. So I hope I, I hope we really turn in a good podcast. There's a, a there's a henchman called Jaws. In the next one. And Miss Ringo Starr. I don't care about. It. Isn't, how do you not care about that? I'm not a Beatles guy. I mean, I'm, that he married a Bond, the quintessential care. Bond girl. I don't care. It was huge. They're still married. Good for them. Good. They've been married since 1980. Big rock time. star, beautiful girl. They've never gotten a divorce. Was no Ringo affairs. A big rock star. He's a fucking drummer for He's the Beatles. The He's the drummer though. He's the drummer of the Beatles. You can't be. You can't see him through the cymbals. I'm I'm not well educated or you know classy, you know, so it's Ringo Star. <laughs> Yellow submarine, man. That's right. Don't you forget. Okay. So download all our podcasts on iTunes. Where do you get them at? iTunes? Uh iTunes are here. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna expand. We're looking in Stitcher. Into, yeah, Free Revolt uh told us that they're expanding their podcast. Yep. Uh, God bless the Lion Eyes podcast. Yep. That host over there, me, was pushing that, so they they decided we're going to be a, what is it, Stitcher? Stitcher. We're going to be on... Uh, That's it, the main one I know. Um, Podbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah is another yeah, one. Yeah. And uh, SoundCloud. Is yes, that, all those, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be on those three plus iTunes. We're not there yet, but we're, 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 we're expanding. We're heading down that track. Yeah. Whenever they fundraise or get some sponsors or you know, something. We, you know, we've talked to some other people and you know, we're learning from what yeah. they've done. And, yeah. So, but right now it's iTunes or the website. Yep. So download us there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Bonding Over Bond. Like what? our Bonding Over Bond Facebook what? page. At Bonding Over Bond. Yeah. What? Twitter. Yeah. Where? At Bonding Over Bond. Bonding Over Bond. Okay. Yeah. Facebook page. Search for us. Bonding Over Bond. We're there. Yeah. Send us emails. Just like Rick did. Just like Rick did. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Like you know, contribute. Have some opinions uh, on that. But yeah, send us emails. We will definitely bring it up. And that's bondingoverbond at gmail.com. And of course, head to www. Lion Eyes, that's L-I-O-N-I-Z-E podcast.com. Of course it is. And what else would it be? You can hide your lion It's not that, it's Lion Eyes. Yep. Not Lying Eyes, mm-hmm. Lion Eyes. And once you get there, go to the Bonding Over Bond section. That's right. Uh, just scroll down the homepage, you'll see a big Bonding Over Bond sign. You can click on that, straight to you straight to our Bonding Over Bond page for more content, trivia, news, and allegedly, course, elect, you know, one of these days, corrections. allegedly, corrections. corrections. Or you could just skip over the Lion Eyes mm-hmm. and you can go straight to lioneyespodcast.com backslash Bonding Over Bond. That's high tech stuff. Right just there. skip over that whole other podcast. Yep. Nobody listens to it. There's some good stuff on there, though. You know, check that out if you like politics Take and pop culture. Yeah, sure. And remember, three nipples. Isn't that weird? Thank you for bonding with us here at Bonding Over Bond. Until next time, shake it. 
Don't start. Love is required whenever he's hired. It comes just before the kill. No one can catch him. No hitman can match him for his million-dollar skill. One golden shot.